this is Dr. Nancy O'Reilly, and you are listening to Conversations with Smart, Amazing Women. Each week, we bring you a woman who's going to help you in some area of your life. How about your relationships, your business, your health, your fitness, and how about your self-esteem? We have another woman today, amazing woman, we're going to, who's going to help us control stress, especially at these difficult times. The holidays, yes, can cause stress and anxiety. I know all about that. I'm sure you do too. But first, I want to remind you that our book is now available at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and your local bookseller. It's called Leading Women, 20 Influential Women Share Their Secrets to Leadership, Business, and Life. We've had a couple of book signings, and the response is tremendous. So run out there and get that as a Christmas gift. You know, it contains a, a collection of best practices, often those lessons learned from 20 women who've been in the trenches. Now they can look back and share their golden nuggets of advice so you can read their stories and connect with these women. So it's more than a book. We think it's a movement and we are building a community beyond the book itself. Please check it out and share it with other amazing women during this holiday season, and we know it will be a wonderful, uplifting message and stories for all women to share. Now, today, my amazing guest today is Allison Carmen. Allison is the author of the book, The Gift of Maybe, and it's more than a book. It's a philosophy, a way of looking at the world that changed Allison's life. She was an attorney, she is a successful life coach and blogger. She writes both for Huffington Post and Psychology Today. She's going to share how powerful maybe can be in changing our lives. And I read the book last night and I went to bed smiling from ear to ear. So Allison, thank you for being my guest today and on Conversations with Smart Amazing Women. This book is all about hope, hope for all of us. So it's great during the holidays to have this. Allison, thank you so much for being with me now. I love the fact that you start out by saying, I was an addict to certainty. I just love that. Welcome. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me. So happy absolutely, to be here. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, this, this is that time of year that we really need uh, something uplifting. And, and uh, uh, I did an interview not too long ago. She, goes, it's so, it's, she said, it's such a pleasure to talk to somebody about hope and something positive. She said, there's just too much out there that creates fear and anxiety for people, and I really blame a lot of it on the media. You know, we've got to be careful what we listen to and what we see. Your book is great, but let's start with you. Uh, I'm talking too much. I, I do that. <laughs> That's kind of my nature by, by, uh, by my DNA. But uh, your story is important because, you know, a lot of the women that see women like yourself who are successful, who've written books, who are out there speaking, you're out there doing, being a, a great life coach, really don't understand where you come from and, and don't understand the trenches and the, the path and the, and the work you did to get where you are today. So I always ask people to start with their personal story to help, help women understand or, or anyone listening to understand life is a process and it's not about an easy road. Typically it's a, it's a tough road. So let's just start talking about you and why you wrote this book, why you're a life coach, why you're doing everything you're doing today. Well, as you mentioned, I was an addict. I was addicted to certainty. 
And I always wanted to know what was going to happen in my life. And if I didn't know, I projected things were going to be bad or things weren't going to work out in my life. And I think a lot of people have that. I think when they see that things aren't happening the way they expected, they get very negative and they worry that things aren't going their way. And yeah. it started for me at a very young age. And, but it was easy. Life was simple. So I worried that if a boy liked me, I worried about my grades. I worried yeah. about going to a good college. But because I was able to manage it then, I didn't think much of it. But as yeah. I got older and my life became more complicated, it became more difficult. So I wrote this story about how life would be, and I think a lot of us do that. We're so afraid of uncertainty that we write stories that when this one thing happens in my life, then I'll be okay, that yeah. I won't have to worry anymore. And we kind of look for it to give us structure and ground in our life. So my story was that I was going to become an attorney, and I was going to make a lot of money, and I was going to marry this great guy, and life was going to be wonderful, and the blues were going to come down, and that, that was going to be it, yeah. and I would be happy yeah. the rest of my life. Right. And right. I remember my first day at this law firm. I got a job at a very large law firm in Manhattan. I was overlooking Central Park West. I mean, it, it couldn't, the story couldn't get better than that. And the second day at work, my office mate came in and said, Allison, did you hear they're firing half the first years? And uh-huh. I was the first year at the time. And all of a sudden, I start to spin. What's going to happen? Are they going to fire me? Are, am I going to yeah. be able to afford my rent? I'm never going to get another job. Yeah. What, what are my parents going to think? I didn't get fired. But that started this new level of anxiety. So then I worried, were they going to like my memo? Were yeah. they going to give me a raise? Did right. they like my work? Would my husband stay with me? Was it going to be a terrorist <laughs> attack in New York City? And my mind just kept spinning and spinning, and I was functioning, but emotionally I was suffering so greatly. So I started to go to all these doctors because I had anxiety, I Uh wasn't sleeping, my immune system started to become very compromised, and I went to all these doctors and said, I don't feel good, please help me. So they took all this blood work, and everything came back fine. And they said, Allison, there's nothing wrong with you. Here's this pill for your anxiety. You'll feel better. But even the pill made me anxious. What's the pill going to do? Can I take this pill? <laughs> it's going to hurt me? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Sure. Yeah. So I was in this, I was like in this spiral. So I decided I was going to, you know, change my diet and do acupuncture and all these things. Mm-hmm. They brought balance in my life. But the minute something unexpected happened in my life, I spun out of control. Yeah. And yeah. then one day I heard this beautiful story. And it was a simple story about a farmer. I and love that story. Yeah, it was a great He had story. a horse, and mm-hmm. his horse ran away. And his neighbor came by and said, you have the worst luck. And the farmer said, maybe. And the next day, the horse came back with five mares. And the neighbor came by and said, you have the best luck. And the farmer's mm-hmm. like, maybe. And the next day, the farmer's son is on the horse. He falls off, and he breaks his leg. And the neighbor came by and said, you have the worst luck. And the farmer said, maybe. And the next day, the army comes to take his son, but they can't take him because his leg is broken. Uh And the neighbor comes by and says, you have the best luck. And the farmer says, maybe. And in the Taoist, it's a Taoist story. In the Taoist tradition, it means life keeps changing. Things are not good or bad. But for me, when I heard that story, I actually felt a physical pop in my chest. And all of a sudden, I felt all this hope and all this possibility because in my mind, I was always worried that the horse was going to run away, but it never occurred to me that he could come back. So I went home that day, and no matter what fear I had, no matter what thought I had, I'm not going to have clients, things aren't going to be okay, I asked myself, are you absolutely certain that what you're thinking is true? And the answer was no. So what else is there? Well, maybe what's happening to me is good. Maybe it will get better. Or maybe I'll be okay if I accept my circumstances and something else will happen from there. Mm -hmm. And ever since then, my whole perspective has changed. And I look at life with possibility and openness 
all because of this little simple idea of maybe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But and the whole thing is, is so simple and it's so profound, but you're absolutely correct. My background's in cognitive behavior, and I've, been, I've done brief therapy, and I've done that strictly because, you know, because if you tell someone you do brief therapy and you're only going to see them a couple times, then they really start to go, oh, wait, 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 I'm not that, maybe I'm not bad off, maybe I'm not crazy. But the whole thing is is how we perceive and how we focus and what we attend on and, and our beliefs. You know, I mean, again, let's go back to the media because I think this is something important that people need to really, really be aware of. What they read and what they see they, is not necessarily true or it may be a half-truth. As far as the holidays, okay, let's talk, since we're right in the middle of the holidays, this is a perfect example. of It shows on TV and you hear it on the radio that all these gifts and all these gatherings are going to make you so happy. You're going to fall in love. You're going to have great friends. You're going to have great family. You know, every, it's going to be kumbaya. And, and I think that's why the holidays are, have a, they can be great, but they can also be a real bummer for people because expectations just get blown out of proportion. And, and, the question, and the answer is maybe they will and maybe they won't. Maybe there will be good stuff and maybe there will be other stuff that's not quite so good. But the point is, in my own life, I know, I know I've been there before, and I go, is that all there is? And I think that's, again, where a lot of people are. So that they, they get to a point, sometimes the journey itself is part of it, but, but you get there and you go, wait a minute, is that all there is? And, and I think that's part of it. You know, that well, you, well, I think what happens is that we write these stories. I mean, like we said, yeah. there's some people who have faith in life, and, the faith, and their faith is that, Everything's going to work out, and I'm okay no matter what, yeah. right? And, they, and they're, sometimes they have a strong belief in God, or sometimes it's their disposition. But everybody else who's, who worries, we're writing stories about how our life needs to be for us to be okay. Yeah. And our life becomes about these stories. I need to have this job until I retire. Right. I need to have this amount of money in the bank when I'm 50, and I'll be okay. My child needs to go to that college, and then their life will be fabulous. Yeah, and yeah. Then, yeah. So I hear these people these say, if, that, if my child does not go to this school, they're not going to get in Stanford. They're not going to get exactly. in Yale. I mean, right. and, they, so and, they, and they're giving these children that same kind of message, which is over and over again. Here, here's your life plan. And are you going to follow in your in these footsteps? You're going to do these things. Well, you know, I, I've done therapy. I did therapy for 25 years. I don't do that anymore. I, I'm an educator. That's what I perceive myself to be now. To, to I, I give tools, resources, but you know that that people really have such great expectations, and and they have those woulda, coulda, shouldas. So you, of course, were looking at half empty instead of half full. And, right. and then, but, but it's hard for people because. They, they're looking for certainty, so they're writing these stories, and when these stories don't happen, they worry that things aren't working out, and they forget that maybe they are, and maybe yeah. things will get better. See, intellectually, I think we all know every end is a beginning, when some, one door closes, another door opens, but emotionally, we really feel to, fail to grasp this because we're afraid. People are afraid. That's why they plan for their children like that, because they're afraid if they don't, things won't be okay. Yeah. So what maybe does, it allows us to hold this wider perspective in life and realize that things might not go as planned, but it doesn't mean that things are bad. 
Yeah. Maybe they'll change. Maybe something else will happen. And again, it sounds so simple, but if you go out into life during, and you have an unexpected event or you feel worried or you feel negative and you spend time with this concept, you will feel more hopeful because yeah. it's like almost like you could hold your fear in this little tiny test tube or you could throw it in an ocean. And you yeah. could recognize, okay, there's this one fear out there, but there's so much more possibilities if I'll open up. And that's what maybe does, allows us to have a more open perspective. And it doesn't say, see, the thing about maybe which I find so interesting is that there are a lot of theories out there. Just think positive thoughts and positive things will happen. Maybe right. it doesn't say that life doesn't have hardships. We all know that life has hardships. Mm-hmm. But what it does is it takes you where you are in the moment and offers you what's possible going forward. I remember I gave my book to a fellow who had just lost his wife, and he read it, and he came back to me and said, Allison, he goes, I don't like your book. He goes, because my wife died and things will never get better. Yeah. And you know, he was grieving and he was in a process. Two years later, he has a girlfriend now. And I'm not saying that he wasn't happier with his wife than he is with his girlfriend. All I'm saying that he stood in the moment in his life, he grieved, and then he let maybe happen. And maybe life is not as good as it was, but look, he found something. He found a new possibility, and he is happy today. So it's not comparing the past to the future. It's just merely allowing us to see what's possible wherever we stand in the moment, and that's what's so profound about it. Yeah, I mean, you know, you know I mean, you can identify the person who, who is definitely into that certainty, who basically says, or, or again, they have the self-fulfilling prophecy. I used to use the, the concept of the crystal ball. The crystal ball are people that re- can read their futures. And I said, you know, I mean, you're, that's crystal ball thinking because we can't, we don't know our, our futures. We don't know what's going to happen the next, you know, tomorrow. I, I, love, I love Eleanor Roosevelt's statement. She goes, yesterday is history, tomorrow is a mystery, and today is a gift. And, and you talk about that in your book also, the fact that we have to live in the moment. Because, you know, so many of us are already, we already have one foot in the past, which is we're thinking about the things that went wrong and that, you know, oh, gee, look what I did. You know, oh, my God, because I did these things, my life is going to be, you know, miserable or horrible or I'll never get ahead or whatever. And then, or, or the foot is in the, in the future, which is, you know, but that if I can do these things, then I won't have to worry about the things that I didn't do right. But in the middle, which is the moment you're in, there, you're, not even, you're not even relishing. You're not even accepting it. You're not even tasting the food or smelling the, the cookies or, you know, or, or, or really experiencing the, the wonderful things that are going on in the moment. It's always about the past or it's always about the future. And I think that's where that woulda, coulda, sh- uh, shoulda thinking really gets a lot of people into trouble. Right. And, it, and if you just go up to someone and say, stop thinking about the past, yeah. Stop thinking about the future. It's hard for people because that they firstly have a habit, um, probably from growing up to worry, worry, worry. What's going to happen next? So with right. this idea of maybe you could realize, okay, well maybe everything will work out. Maybe everything's okay. Maybe those thoughts aren't true. And it's like this little opening of hope that things are okay. So yeah. that kind of calms you down and brings you present. And what's interesting about the past, it kind of does the same thing because the story, like even just the story of regret. I mean, I call it the reverse maybe. It's like we think we know. We think we know if we made that other choice how life would be, but we have no idea. All we know is that we're here with the hope and possibility that, that life could change and yeah. life can be different. And what maybe also does allows us to say, well, maybe yesterday's over. Maybe today is a new day. Maybe what happened to me yesterday will never happen again. 
And again, it's just this little opening, but that's really all people need is this little hope or this little idea that life can be different. And when you give people that, it's a platform for them to change, and that's what maybe is. So if you're not in the future and you're not in the past, you come back to the present. And we all know that's where life's happening. That's mm-hmm. where we enjoy. That's where we create. That's where our mind expands. So yeah. I, for me, it's, been, it's allowed me to be alive in this moment, and it's, that's why it's really changed everything for me and the people that I work with. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, as I said, doing doing therapy and sitting doing, sitting down with people has been interesting because they always come in with, <clears throat> I want to change, you know. Right. And, you know, you, the, because of my, ba- <clears throat> my background, I say, well, you know, be careful what you ask for, you know, because change is, is not easy. People say, okay, I want to change. But, but, again, we are, we human beings are creatures of habit. And this is part of what happens to us. If we can't perform our habits or, or things do change, which they're going to, then that, then that uncertainty and that discomfort also becomes really, really <clears throat> uncomfortable for people. Also for those that are around you, you know, because, I mean, as you said, there's, there's those that say, okay, well, this is an opportunity. This, you know, it didn't work out the way I thought it was going to, but I just see this as an opportunity. Another one door closes, another one opens. I mean, that's that kind of person. But for someone else, it's like, wait a minute, you know, you're you're confusing me. You keep, you know, you, the, the the rules keep changing, or these things are uncertain, and and it really is uncomfortable for so many people. But but you're right. Once you can start to understand that it's just a, you know, and I love it when you say viewing uncertainty is a it it is a place of hope. And I think oh, that's what yeah. we all want is just a place that we can say, okay, you know, if I can just wait 30 minutes, if I can just wait till tomorrow, sometimes it will be better. You know, and they, we right. say that, you know, just, just tomorrow, just wait. Tomorrow can be, tomorrow will be a completely different day. Because if we want our life to change, it has to change in the unknown. That's, yeah. that's our ticket. That's yeah. the funny part. We're afraid of this. We're afraid of the unknown, so we turn our back and we don't want to think about it. But if you're not happy today – it only could change in the place that you don't have no idea what's going to happen yeah. next. So if we could just turn to it and open up and realize, well, maybe I will find another job. Maybe that, maybe that job I lost, maybe I was supposed to lose, lose that job, and maybe tomorrow, maybe the next day. So we can realize that this future, this unknown has hope in it. So yeah. when the unexpected becomes our friend, that's when our lives really start to change. Mm-hmm. No, I, I, I can say personally, you know, things that have occurred in my life, especially the last couple of years, you know, I did not perceive them at the moment to be an opportunity, but as, as it turns out, as you say, though, it has become a great opportunity and many, many great things have come from that. And, and I think growth doesn't occur during the greatest times. I think growth occurs during the most difficult times. If you can get, you know, as you go through it and you see different avenues or different paths or different opportunities, and most people, you know, if they can start to view it that way, really, really relish it and look forward to it. You know, fear is, is the barrier to, to living fully, and, and especially women. You know, as, as women get older, and of course in my research and talking to women, is they go, oh, I can't do that because, oh, I'm too old, or, gee, women my age don't do that anymore, or, you know, boy, boy, I'd look silly or whatever. And, and it's funny and it's interesting that when we start putting parameters as to what we can and cannot do based on our age or based on who or what we think we are, then it also becomes a, a strong issue, especially for women. Do you find that to be true? Oh, absolutely. You know, it's interesting. When I first started to work with this idea of maybe, it was only about the you know, future projections, future worries, come back to the present. 
but I would work with certain people, and especially women, and they'd leave my office, oh, Alex, I'm so excited, I'm going to keep pursuing my acting career, I'm going to uh. keep trying to launch this business, keep trying to raise my sales numbers, and I'd call them a few weeks later, and I'd be like, how's everything? They're like, well, I, I didn't do anything. And I'm like, you were so excited. And it turns out because their own self-doubt. It wasn't their fear of the future. It was their fear of their own capability. Yeah. So it was interesting. I had no idea that this idea of maybe was going to work for people internally because what it does is it casts doubt on the doubt. Yeah. It allows us actually, ironically, it allows us to be more certain about who we are. Because right. if you think about it, a lot of these doubts come from past experiences. Someone told us we weren't good enough. Maybe we failed at something when we were young or failed at something in our 30s. And what maybe says is, maybe I can do this. Maybe yeah. things will be different this time. And again, it's just this little opening. Because you say to yourself, am I absolutely certain I cannot do this? No. Most likely you're not absolutely certain. So what else is there? Maybe I can. And mm -hmm. if you sit there and you write every single day, these may be statements out for a half hour, you will start to have an opening. You will start to have a little belief system to say, maybe this could happen for me. And I've seen a lot of people who were not going to pursue their goals, were not going to pursue their dreams, and especially women. I've seen them go out in the world and use maybe and persevere and achieve a lot of things they, they thought years ago was not possible. Yeah. It's really well, an amazing tool yeah, to some, help people some, with that. But I've come up with also maybe, but I've also, why not? You know, right. and I think that's the other thing about it. You know, the, the, the book I want to write is, is Why Not? You know, yeah, I mean, that if, sounds, if that's you a have, great a title. Dream, <laughs> have something that you want to pursue, why not? And I think that, again, goes back to the whole issue of the fear, and, you know, for women. You know, women are warriors. I mean, boy, we, you know, if you get tired of worrying, uh, tell you what, just call up another woman and say, hey, look, I'm tired of worrying today. Would you mind taking over for me? And they go, oh, sure, great. I'm good at it, too, so let me do that. But, I, and I think that's kind of like the hand that rocks the cradle. We've, that's kind of built into our DNA that, okay, we're going to worry about everything because we've got to make sure all the balls in the air are, are rolling and moving and multitasking and all that other thing. So, I mean, again, I think women need to give themselves a break. First, we've got to support each other, but I think we've got to give ourselves a break and say, no, there, are, there is no certainty. Yeah, your child may not go to the best university in the world. Your child may not grow up to be, you know, the, the President of the United States, but the point is, is they could be healthy. They can be this. They can be so many things. Maybe that's okay. See, that's, okay. The, that's out of all the lines, maybe that's okay. And yeah. I think that's what shifted everything for me. Two things, maybe that's okay, and maybe that thought's not true. Those yeah. are the two lines that I use most every day because society is always telling us we should do this, we should be this, this should happen. Well, maybe that doesn't have to happen. Maybe something else could happen. Maybe it's still okay. Maybe I'm okay. And especially with parenting, I find that maybe everything is okay is such a liberating statement. Because, again, we have all the stories we write as parents. We write these stories of how our kids are going to feel, what they're going to do, what they need to achieve, because we're so worried we want them to, you know, to be okay. But maybe they are okay. And maybe these yeah. things we think have to happen don't. And that's why maybe it's such an expansive place, because it allows us to say, okay, these things aren't happening, but I'm still here. I'm still yeah. breathing. Everything's I don't know about okay. you, but there's stickers that people put on their cars sometimes, and I'm driving along, and it says, my child is an honor student at such and such okay. school. And I think to myself, you know, that's a great thing, 
but what if that child is no longer an honor student at such and such school? Point is, I think we've got to be really careful, especially with our children, building expectations, or the family. They got all the family on the back of the car. I mean, it's just interesting to kind of I think about the people. I you know I, I guess I'm really <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing, but you know I think about when when we put up messages to our children or to people about who we are or what we think we are sometimes that that's going to change something may change about that so be careful what you put up there be careful what you set yourself up for do you set yourself up for failure or success you know again leave it open uh, the the newest thing i've come up with you are where you're going and and i think <laughs> i know that sounds funny but you are where you're going and that's no, really you're absolutely right but remember you're you're in the moment and if if more of us could just live in the moment right. and be mindful and and be really aware of that um, you know, in the morning, and I live—I have a home in California. And in the morning, I'd like to take my dogs to the to the ocean. But one of the things that I noticed, I began to notice after I would take the morning after morning, every single day, the ocean, the the beach is different. Every single day, there's not one day that I could go to the ocean with my two dogs, and it would be the same. And, it, and, you know, it, it was almost kind of a profound, you know, the sun was rising and I was watching my dogs play in the water and running around on the beach. And I thought to myself, this is life. Every single day is different, but it's all, if you look at it, it's glorious. You know, the, the sun coming up, you know, the waves crashing, but all the beach was different. And, and I think most people don't, don't get that. They think every day is going to be just exactly the way they want it to be. Like I said, you know, every day, every day, day after day after day. To but me, that's only because because they're afraid. But they didn't no, but I think that's I think that's boring. You know, I, I'm sorry. But I, but, you, but you know something, you're you you're not. It doesn't sound like you're coming from a fear based place. The reason why people do that is yeah. because they're afraid that they're not okay. They're afraid their children won't be okay. But if my child achieves this, they'll be okay. We write these stories because we're so afraid of uncertainty. And yeah. that's what's interesting, that if we could kind of change our relationship with uncertainty, all of the things we're talking about change. Because yeah. that's really the bottom line. Because if you're not afraid of the unknown, you're going to be open. You're not going to be worried. You're going to be present to go to the beach and, and see the different changes every day. You're going to be okay if your child goes to whatever school because you believe that they could still be okay. It's our yeah. lack of okayness that creates the fear. So once we deal with that and we find a base, we found, find some ground, that's when we're going to be able to live life in a different way. And that's why maybe was so important for me because it allowed me to constantly drop the fear and yeah. remember maybe everything is okay and then I could sit with that possibility and become very present to my life and I think if people can start dealing with the issue of uncertainty then they'll able to be able to be present and really change things from the inside out. Yeah. Well, I, I love Cheryl uh, Sandberg. She, she did this and she set up this on her website. She said, what would you do if you weren't afraid? You know, and I think that one should a answer that themselves. What would I do if I was living fully, if I was living fully out loud? What would I do? And, and again, you know, that's when, that's when you can start to say, okay, yeah, I can do these things. It is okay to do these things. 
and to find the, the resources and the tools to be able to do that. And maybe it'll work out exactly the way you think, or maybe it won't. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree. But well, if it doesn't, it doesn't mean that things can't still be okay. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, yeah, maybe this will work out this way, but if it doesn't, maybe something else will happen. It's, it's to constantly remind us that it's never game over, that if we're alive and we have breath, we have hope and we have possibility. Yeah. And maybe as a tool to help us deal with our fear so we could persevere and achieve the things we want in our life. Yeah. Well, and, and you write about stories about people that have, that have, you know, I guess you want to define it as didn't make it, failed, but then turned around and did something even greater. The thing is, so it didn't work out, something else will. Just keep going. Just tomorrow's another, a new day. But the book is great. Where can they learn more about you? your life coaching and your book and, and everything else that's coming up in your life because what we're going to do uh, the, on our website, Women Connect for Good, it's all about promoting what you're doing and it's a great message and we need this. We need positive things in the world and, and that positive energy, we're going to push it back, push it out in the universe and go, here's some more of it, here's some more of it. So <laughs> tell us how we can learn more about you and where you are and what you'd like right. for us to know. Well, I have uh, my website is alisoncarmen.com. And on the website, you know, I write a lot about maybe, but I also write about a lot of other issues to help people move forward with their lives. So it's a really great place to hang out if you're interested in expanding your knowledge on, on these issues. I also write for Psychology Today and the Huffington Post, so you could find some of my writing on there. And then there's The Gift of Maybe. Uh, it's a great book, and you could find it in all the major bookstores and all the major online um, retailers. And that's basically where you could find me. Well, I enjoyed the book. Uh, like I said, I went to bed with it uh, last night and uh, just enjoyed the heck out of it. So it's an easy read. It's a great read. It's one you could probably pick up and put it by your bed and think, just turn to a chapter and read it. And It's very, very uplifting. So congratulations on your book. We're going to promote you and, and promote what you're doing and your whole concept. Uh, women, women Can Connect for Good is helping women to be a smart and amazing like you that we help other women do the same thing too. So congratulations on the book, and I wish you the very happiest of holidays. Oh, you too, Nancy. And Thank you so much. And, and I'm, 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 fairly, I'm fairly certain, and I'm sure, I'm sure it's going to be a good one for you, but it's sure going to be, it's sure going to be great in many, many maybe, ways. Maybe, but that's enough. I have hope. <laughs> maybe, but, or maybe it will be okay. Maybe it'll be yeah, okay. Yeah, maybe it'll be okay no matter what. Well, thank no you so what. much, and I, it's been a joy talking to you. You have a wonderful day. You too.